Dunlop, co-creator of Team Brain Trust and one of the hosts of Hope Punk Parenting Podcast. This is a short-form podcast for anyone raising a teenager. Team Brain Trust brings together a community of mental health experts, neuroscientists, educators, and parents like me in short-form audio to demystify adolescence, help adults build better relationship with teenagers, and empower the next generation of changemakers. Today's episode is part two of our series following two teens, Samantha and Kyla, as they go through the college application process. In episode one, we caught them right before the beginning of their senior year of high school. They had started some of their application essays, were still considering what schools they wanted to apply to, and both of them wished that their parents would stop asking them how the application process was going all the time. We recorded the interview you're about to hear on October 19th, 11 days before most early applications are due. This is one of the most stressful times for college applicants, even if they're not trying to submit before the early application deadline, which both Samantha and Kyla are. We asked them how the process was going so far, what they were focused on, how they were balancing college apps with their already busy lives, what advice they have for parents of teens going through this process, and so much more. Thanks so much to both of them for sharing so candidly about what they were going through, and we hope their insight helps you support your teens if and when they go through this process themselves. Without further ado, let's jump in and hear what Samantha and Kyla have to say. Hi, Kyla and Samantha. So good to have you back here again to talk to us about your college process. How are you guys feeling at this point of the college process? Talk to us a little bit about how is it going? It's it's definitely going. <laughs> it's definitely going. It is, you know, I'm, I think at the beginning, it's really hard to understand um, or to comprehend what's actually you know, so stressful, but I, I don't, I don't see for Samantha, but, um, I'm definitely starting to understand now. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, you know, this is sort of crunch time and you, you, there's so much anticipation, like, oh, this is it. And like, I submitted my first application last Friday and it was a surreal feeling. Like it was just crazy that after like six like more than six months of thinking about it, I'm finally applying to college. Congrats on getting that out. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's real. The stress is real because we are in October right now, right? So you guys are really right in the middle and the thick of it. Yeah, it's just a lot going on at the same time. And I've gone back and forth with people about, oh, like it's not as much as I thought. It's more than I thought. Um, But ultimately, it's definitely definitely very, very, very much a lot to balance for sure. Absolutely. No, it's, it's a lot to manage. Uh, and when we last spoke, you mentioned that you were anxious about going back to school and being surrounded by everyone else's anxiety about the college process. How did that play out for you guys? Such intense foreshadowing. I feel like I think that everyone talks about college every day, all the time. I think some people are more quiet about like, I know I at least am like a lot more quiet about like my top schools or like where I'm like trying to go, but some people are just like just opening it all, like telling everyone everything, telling other people's business. That's the biggest thing I found is people will tell other people where people are applying. It just, wow. College, college, college. Yeah. 
Um, Samantha said it perfectly. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. And I've told uh, like a select, I guess, few people where I'm wanting to apply, but it's just bouncing off the walls. It truly is everywhere. How does that make you guys feel? Tell us a little bit about what is the feeling with it being all consuming and everywhere, ever uh, omnipresent. It's definitely a lot to handle. I've had quite a few days this past week where I've just been sitting there contemplating where I am in this process because although you like, there definitely should be no way that other people can influence like what you're doing and the choices that you make for yourselves. It's really hard to put that in practice and to keep that up, especially when everyone is like, this person's doing this, this person's doing this. And then this person is applying to this school and you're like, wait, maybe I should look into it. This person is starting on this, this person is doing this. And it's like, wait, like, am I doing something wrong? It's just, there's a lot of pressure and it is very stressful. It is very, very stressful. And like, I've definitely had, a, like I said, a few moments where I'm just like, I need to breathe. Like, this is just too much on my plate right now. I think it's really draining just having every conversation you walk into being about college. And you'll be in not a school setting and you'll still talk about college. You'll be like on social media and you'll still be talking about college. Um, also, I think that there's sort of a sense of unity in the fact that we're all, I mean, for good or for bad, we're all like, interested in similar schools. We're all sort of in the same boat about certain things. Um, and I think that can be rather challenging, but also, I don't know, it's good to know that other people are in this with you, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just definitely a lot to manage and extremely anxiety producing. So I know early deadlines are approaching. And so give us a rundown of what's on your plate right now. Like, what are you guys focusing on? So right now I'm finishing my supplements. I um, had a really, really narrow deadline last Friday because I was like editing my personal statement until the last um, minute. And I'm debating whether I need revisions on that. And one of the biggest things I'm dealing with is a lot of people or the few people that I've had read have very different feedback. And so I had like last Friday, I was just in school and I went from my guidance office to like calling my mom. And it was just a bunch of, it was just contradicting opinions. Like I talked about myself too much or I talked about myself too little. And it's so hard to find that balance. So that's the biggest thing on my plate right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same place. I've got like three or four more essays I need to write within the next 11 days <laughs> and, um, you know, turn all of that in. And I had the same experience as Samantha. I showed my comment out to one person. They had one opinion, showed it to another person. And I walked out of that meeting with maybe like 10, 15 like comments written on the side. They were like, restructure this, restructure this, restructure this. And it, this kind of also ties back to what I said a second ago. Like, it's just so hard to figure out what you want to do with your own writing versus listening to what everyone is telling you. Because also there's no way everyone can, like, in the end, it's your own decision. Everyone wants to be supportive, but it must be really hard to get, you know, the contradictory opinions and so many opinions and who, in which direction do you go? So it's definitely a lot to manage. So you're both getting contradictory opinions on your work. How are you sorting through that? 
I guess for me, I like to take breaks when, when I'm doing my essay. So for example, like I'll get a piece of feedback and then I'll put it away and like, I'll close the, like I'll close my essay for 24 hours and then I'll look at it again, sort of with fresh eyes. And I'll, think about that feedback and say, is this what the piece is missing? But also I think you just need to go with your gut because at the end of the day, not every admissions officer is going to like your essay and that's just the reality of it. And so I, I was not comfortable doing like adding stuff to my common app that sounded good just because it sounded good because I, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I honestly don't have very much to add. I think what Samantha said is the, is honestly the, the best course of action for, or at least what I've been trying to do as well is like take a break from things and step away. Yeah, no, it's so true. Be true to yourself, Samantha. You guys both said it really well. Samantha, you mentioned earlier that people were talking about this all over social media. How is social media playing a role in this process for the two of you? I mean, by social media, I guess, like I met in big group chats and stuff. Um, But also it's so weird because a lot of colleges or a lot of what we were told, or at least what I was told was like demonstrated interest. And so that being like, it's good to like follow um, college that you're interested in. And some colleges take that really seriously. Like they track your time that you have their emails open and they track a lot of things. It's really actually crazy. The college process has gotten so much more insane than it was like a decade ago, two decades ago. I mean, I completely agree. I think there's, there is a little bit of comfort in opening up like my TikTok, for example. And what I see on my few pages, oh my God, I don't have a common app written. Oh my God, I have this due tomorrow. Where am I even applying? And then you'll see ones that are like, oh, I'm applying to this school, this school, this school. Like, hope to see you guys there or whatever. That stuff is, that stuff I can, I can appreciate because it's very, it's very reassuring that at least we're not the only people going through this. Also, I I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about, about what I'm about to say, but I think also like with our school in specifics, like it's so I've had this conversation so many times. I'm very passionate (laughs) about this. There is so much toxicity around this process where we go and it is so unnecessary and it's I don't it's just so convoluted for no reason and this is why we're doing this it's a really really hard process um I do like to hear that social media is actually having a positive impact for you and they're able to see the shared experience with what everyone else is posting. So when we were scheduling this call, you mentioned that you're often not home until 6.30. What has your experience been like so far trying to balance school, school work, college applications, extracurriculars, having a social life? And anything else you might want to do in terms of rest and relaxation? It's a lot. I guess it's all about prioritization. I'm a really big fan of prioritizing all that you have to do. Um, For example, in the past 24 hours, I've studied a lot more for my math test on Friday than I have done college applications. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I just, I think I just, I just, yeah, Kyla forgot we have math test. Okay, anyways. Don't worry, Kyla. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. No, we're going to be fine. No, we're going to be fine. Anyways, picking up. And so because of like 
being because of knowing what is your first or second priority it's a lot easier to put emphasis and put more effort on those things versus trying to do a million things one day so for example like devoting one day for this devoting one day for that um that's really important also um like finding social time um I don't really socialize like after school I'm usually doing extracurricular schoolwork college work but then like weekend afternoons or nights um like I'll set aside for like seeing friends and things like that um because I think that's so important yeah it's yeah it is honestly like just like time management and prioritization I found that every free period I have in school it used to be oh maybe I'd be outside or maybe I'd be going for a walk to get food at Dunkin Donuts or something but now it's like Every free moment that I have where I have access to a computer is spent researching, writing supplementals, whatever it might be. And then I come home and it's just like, I, I, I have, I talked to my therapist about this actually, um, because she asks me, you know, like, how's everything going with everything, whatever. And she asked me if I was still doing self-care and I realized that I was not doing self-care as much as I would like to be doing self-care. So when I get home, I said like, 30 minutes to sit before I do work. And then same from like, if I'm getting home really late or if I feel really stressed, I'll just take a break. And that's really helped a lot. Like meditating too, like guided meditations, super awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of time management. You guys are doing an incredible job, probably better than some adults can do. Let me tell you. And it's a definitely prioritization. Um, but it's also good to see, you know, that you guys are also human and we are human, right? And Kyla, you you like kind of, I don't want to mean to call you out, but you kind of forgot maybe about a math test and that's okay. Like it's part of yeah. the process. You're human. We're all human. We've all like, you know, you've got a lot to manage. So I think it's important for, our listeners to also realize that they're human, right? And so their teens are human and that as parents, if our teens forget something in the middle of this process, have some empathy, be a little understanding because you know what? It's a lot to manage. So we'll jump back in. What has been the most challenging part of this process so far for you guys? I mean, other than everything, which is true, but is there one thing that's that you, you want to kind of highlight that's the most challenging part of the process? I think it's revisions for me. It's like going back and making those little edits because it feels like there's so much pressure to make every word sound correct, especially with those prompts that are like 25 words or like even just the activities list is only, I'm condensing like three or four years of activity time into 150 characters, it's nothing. So having, it's, it's like writing it and sitting there and it's creatively, it's like mentally draining too, because I'm digging like so far to, to figure out what I even want to say. And then it's writing it. And then it's going back and spending like hours on each one. That's definitely been the most most difficult second to actually coming up with the idea in terms of the actual writing process. I would say mine was the personal statement. I had a lot of, I had a hard time um, figuring out what I was going to write about. I scrapped my idea multiple times and I was working on it until the last second. 
Um, and that was really stressful. Also, um, in English class, there's sort of the idea, an idea of a perfect essay, um, of like what our essay should be like and sample essays. And there's a lot of pressure on personal statements and a lot of different opinions about what it should look like, sort of what I was talking about earlier. So I would say personal statement has been the hardest part for me. What's been helpful to you in balancing everything on your plate? To-do lists. Like writing out, I have like a, a little method. It's just, it's not really that, it's not super creative, but it works. It's like, I'll write down each class in order of the period so that I don't forget any of the classes. And then I'll write what I have to do for each one. And then at the bottom, I'll have a little section that's like all the extra stuff. Like I have to go out and buy mascara. Like that takes some time to go to the store and buy it, right? That's still time. It definitely I have to does. And it's a necessity. Right. <laughs> right. And, and even just, of course, and even just having that stuff on my plate is definitely like, it, it's definitely a stressor. It doesn't seem like it is, but it for sure is. 100% agree. To-do lists. Love them. How have you been keeping yourself focused and motivated through this whole process? Because it's a lot. I haven't been struggling too much with motivation because there's sort of a goal. Like there's a deadline you want to submit and you want to do well. I definitely think motivation will be a struggle towards the second half of the year um, when you you just, you don't want to keep trying in school um, because like all your applications are in. Um, so that's definitely, I think looking for my motivation then will be a lot harder. I think it's, I feel like I've given, I feel like I've definitely like given this answer maybe in the past. Um, just, I, this has definitely come up in conversations for sure, but like having friends hold me accountable um, or not even accountable. I don't want to say like, I have a friend texting me every five minutes, do your homework. Like, no, that's not what it is. It's just, um, I'll get on a phone call where I know someone is sitting there who's probably going to ask me, Hey, like, how's it going within the next five minutes? And I have to say, Oh, I'm sitting here doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) So it's just like having someone there on the phone is definitely helps. Um, but also it does, feel kind of like there's a weight just kind of sitting right here on my shoulders for the time being, because it's just like, I always have something I need to keep up with in terms of whether it's like FAFSA, whether it's just whatever, any part of the application, there's always something to be doing. And so that is definitely a motivator. Um, having someone hold you accountable. I love that. When we spoke last time, you wish that your parents could just check in with you about your college application process once per week instead of bringing it up all the time, did you ever mention this to your parents? And has that shifted at all? Have they given you more space or are they still more involved in the process than you would like? And I remember this was really good for my son to, for me to know when I'm going through it next year to set one day of the week to check in. So tell us what, 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 impact did that have? Did, Did you guys tell your parents? Did you not tell your parents? How is that going? It worked well, but I do think it's really different right now because it's 11 days until first deadline. So once a week isn't really cutting it anymore, but I've actually, um, I've been giving the updates like unprompted by uh, my parents and it's been helpful. I don't know, but 
after like meeting with my guidance counselor, like I give my parents like the lay of the land and it's been helpful for me to sort of comprehend what I need to do and just updating being like, oh, I finished this by the way. Oh, I finished that. So actually I think it's been helpful. I think that it's been the same for me to do the, like do whatever. Um, and then let my parents know where I'm at in the process. Yeah. I, I found myself bringing it up honestly more than my parents have. Um, which I'm honestly surprised by, but that's just the way that it's been, I guess, because it's such a big part of everything that we're doing right now. It's such a big part of like the conversations that I'm having at home and my parents are like, oh, how was your day? I was doing common app stuff, you know? Yeah. But if I, if I get stressed, I will tell my parents that I'm stressed. And I think that that works because then they'll give me some space. That's the method. That's great. When do you think that that shift happened when you guys started bringing it up to your parents more than they were bringing it up to you? Uh, end of September. End of September. Like when, when I remember early in the year, um, guidance, the guidance department would come to our English classes and they all gave us like a talk of the million things we have to do. And that really, that did it for me ever since like that call, that meeting, it's been college, college, college. Yeah, that's actually, I can pinpoint exactly. I, I cannot pinpoint exactly. However, that meeting was scary. And one of the colleges that I was applying to, I found out during that meeting before I had even decided to apply that the deadline was in like, was like two weeks earlier than all the other schools. I was like, huh, why are they making it that early? And then I ended up deciding that I wanted to apply. And then I was like, why are they making it that early all over again? So I guess the same, same, same time, really like mid to late September. What are the things your parents are doing, if any, that are legitimately helpful and you think other parents should do? Listening. Like, <clears throat> Hey, I don't want to apply here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Understandable. Um, you don't want to go there. I'm not going to make you go there and allowing me to also figure out what I want from this process and accept and like understanding where I'm coming from, even if there's no a, a, agreement, at least the understanding is the baseline. I feel like. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we have to decide within the next few days, like what AP exams we want to take, whatever. And um, I sort of had a plan in mind. And so I told my mom and um, she was like, that sounds good. Um, does that make sense for you? And I was like, yeah. And so I completely agree. Just listening and just sort of accepting like the same thing with Kyla. I'll tell my parents, oh, I'm not really interested in applying here anymore. They'll be like, okay, good to know. And that's it. And that's so helpful because I can't imagine if my parents were so strict about it, monitoring every single school, being upset if I didn't apply to a certain school. So I'm really grateful for that. What are the things your parents are doing, if any, that are actually unhelpful and you wish they would stop? I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't think of anything. I don't think right now, at least, I'm sure later it will definitely change. But right now, I think my parents have been po a positive part of the process. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I don't really have anything off the top of my head. Which is a good thing. Absolutely. And we'll revisit the, the questions, you know, at the next stage. At each stage, there might be something that they're doing that you're not really happy with. <laughs> 
what's been your favorite part of the last couple of months, if anything? I appreciate the fun prompts, like the prompts that are like creative. Um, and also some schools have like video components to them, which honestly is awesome. Like I, I, it, I guess it's very much a personal thing, but like having the opportunity to be creative and to actually show who I am rather than just like putting into words. Like I love photography. I love filming. Like it's very fun, but I guess it's just like more generally broader terms, getting to do what I like to do within the process. Um, I would say my friends, I think that's just been the highlight of the last few months. I don't know. My best friend and I sort of had the realization that we probably won't end up at the same school. And that next year at this time, we both have birthdays in September and we were just thinking about the fact that like at our next birthday, we won't be together. And that's just the scariest thought um, because we're so close. So just sort of taking in all the time and just all the memories. So we're going to check in again in a few months. Is there anything that either of you can think of now that you're looking forward to or dreading about this process between now and the beginning of January? I actually, so besides submitting applications, I'm actually very concerned and I think I will be most nervous the days of which results are going. I know they won't come out for a while, but I, those are going to be the worst. I actually don't know how I'm supposed to get out of bed in the morning and go to school. I truly don't see my anxious body being able to do that. Um, Now that I have control over the applications and submitting them slowly but surely, it's less nerve wracking. So I think my worst time will be results season. So I definitely agree that, you know, like that that's what I'm excited for. I guess because of the pressure where I go is sort of tied to self-image a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm well aware that that's something that like, it shouldn't be the case because everyone else's decisions have zero impact on mine and vice versa. And I should do what makes me happy. And I will, I absolutely will. But going back to what Sam said, it will definitely be difficult to get back results since there is so much pressure. And since the environment we're surrounded by almost ingrains in you that it is such a big part of your self-image. So do you have anything you'd like to say to your future self in the beginning of January with that in mind? Proud of you. Good yeah. job for submitting your apps. Um, I agree. Proud of you. And you're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You'll get in somewhere. Someone, someone somewhere will take you and it's going to be fine. And you will do well there. Yes. Very well said. Congrats and proud of you. You guys should be so proud of yourselves. You will definitely find a place that you will feel comfortable and thrive in and be happy. So thank you guys so much again for talking with us and, and, and giving us some insight into your process and guiding other teens and parents through the college process. Thank you. Thank so you. Far. Thanks once again to Samantha and Kyla. I totally agree with their assessment that the college application process has gotten way more intense over the past few decades. 
These teens are having to jump through hoops that I couldn't have even imagined back when I was applying. Both Samantha and Kyla are holding up admirably, and I want to take this opportunity to reiterate something that came up in the interview. To all the parents listening who have teens going through this process, I think it is so, so important to listen, let your teen take the lead, and cut them some serious slack. For many teens, this is one of the most stressful things they've ever had to deal with, so we as parents should focus on doing whatever we can to relieve the pressure they're experiencing and not add to it. If you'd like to hear more podcasts from teens like Samantha and Kyla, get guides for parents on topics ranging from how to talk to your teen about marijuana to how to use pronouns correctly, and so much other practical content that you can apply directly to interactions with your teens, head on over to teenbraintrust.com and sign up for the Teen Prompts newsletter. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having Samantha and Kyla back in early January to give us more insight into their college application process. 